Welcome to the Subkarma podcast channel. My name is James Holmes and I'm a brand consultant in Taiwan. I use this platform to share my simple thoughts about marketing and branding and more specifically branding in Taiwan. Now over the course of this year we've seen the world plunged into a crisis of global proportion. We've also seen how each country has responded to the unfolding events. And it's fair to say that some countries have been more successful than others. So my question today is whether there is a link in the way nations and governments have responded to the virus and the underlying culture of that nation. Do you remember the old joke that compares what heaven and hell look like? Heaven is a place where cooks are French, policemen are British, lovers are Italian, and all of this is run by the Germans. And I'd even add that heaven is where the COVID response is managed by Taiwan. Hell, on the other hand, is where the cooks are British, lovers are German, policemen are French, and all of this is run by the Italians. Oh, and the COVID response is managed by the WHO. Is that a bit too political? Possibly. But let's have a look at how various countries have responded to the pandemic over the last few years or last few months and draw our own conclusions. First, let's start with China, where the virus originated. It's fair to say that the response could have been better. It was heavy-handed, it was clumsy, it was very opaque to, see the to say the least. And it still is to a certain extent. However, over time, the crisis has been reined in albeit with a fair bit of collateral damage, both locally and internationally. And the problem with China is its obsession with keeping face. And this attitude does not lend itself to progress and friendly relationships with others. In the last few months and weeks, China has been trying hard to appear more caring and human by donating equipment and sharing knowledge. But the knowledge has come a bit too late and most donations were made for the gesture and for face. So unfortunately, the made in China stereotype that we had before this whole crisis is therefore still alive and well. The country has a big rebranding job to do. And so far, I'm not seeing evidence of it being better than it was before. Most of it uh, of this rebranding job is really it should be around trust, compassion and likability. And it's a shame, especially when one considers how much the country can contribute to, to the better world. Its investment in green energy, for example, far outstrips the US. In contrast, the Made in Taiwan moniker has never been so valuable. Remember how Taiwan used to be associated with manufacturing? In the 25 years that I've been living in Taiwan, I've never really felt that it had a clear international brand image. And in fact, Subkama ran a nationwide campaign a few years ago to ask Taiwanese people themselves what Taiwan stands for as a brand and not a single answer stood out from the rest. No one could put their finger on it. Well, the Taiwan brand is on a major high right now. From global news reports praising the country's response, preparedness, transparency and efficiency, to Taiwan's mass donations of masks to countries in need, Taiwan has got people looking at this tiny island with admiration. And that is what the Taiwanese brands are all about. Small companies that punch way above their weight through innovation, attention to detail and just a desire to do things the right way. So well done, Taiwan. 
I just hope that from now on, Taiwan brands like Taiwan itself can start playing in the same playground as the big boys more often. Now let's look at Europe now. Italy has been hard hit, especially in the early stages of the virus, but look at their attitude in dire times. The population showed real pride in their flag, in their identity. Italians on lockdown have been singing and socialising from their balconies, and this is the Italy we know. A place where family and a strong sense of belonging is stronger than anywhere else. A country that finds strength in one another and expresses it through art and music. Brava! What about Sweden? Well, I love the Swedes, and the way they're handling the virus is remarkably different to others. I mean, to me, Sweden is just like IKEA. They design decent furniture, but they then let us consumers find the parts and assemble it ourselves. It's people empowerment at its best. And just as in IKEA, where employees are nowhere to be found, even when we need them, the government has told their people to behave like adults and deal with it in a mature way by themselves. Go and assemble the furniture yourself. Go and deal with the virus by yourself. What about the French? Well, it's a mess. No one wants to be told what to do. I know, I grew up there. Although I suspect it's hard to go on strike when in quarantine. And of course I'm joking. But French brands are predictable because they are inherently French in their attitude. They're usually self-centered, proud, but full of character. What about my home country, the UK? Ah yes, this tiny country that used to rule a giant empire across the world. world. A place where one stays calm in times of crisis. Like Winston Churchill, the stiff upper lip and all that good stuff. Well, the UK always seemed to look to the future with one eye on the past. Pandemic? Ah, we've been through two world wars, so we can get through this, no problem. It's a bit like thinking that we're going to win the Football World Cup every single time just because we won it once in 1966. We always set ourselves up for disappointment. But at least we do it with grace and British sportsmanship. I mean, look, we even let our leader, Boris Johnson, be the only country leader in the world to contract the disease. I mean, I hate to say that, but it really doesn't surprise me. Now, the same can be said about British brands. They're steeped in history, but they're slow to reinvent themselves. And... Um, we somehow like them for it. Finally, the US, the leader of the free world, the country that bows down to no one. Well, that worked, didn't it? Overconfidence is a very American trait, and some would even compare that to arrogance. I would rather say that Americans have confidence that even if their initial response fails, they will for sure learn from their failure, grow from it, and increase their power across the world in the process whether it's in pharmaceuticals, research, transportation, or any other affected industry. US brands are leaders because they always know how to adapt and they keep trying. So to sum it up, I don't think there is a great deal of difference between how countries have behaved during the crisis and the stereotypes that we all have of these countries. Most have been true to their international image, and their brands can find opportunity in the strengths of the country's image. So come on, Taiwanese businesses, say where you are from proudly. There may not be a better time than now to get the attention. Thank you for listening, and God bless.